The Dallas Stars are back in action tonight in St. Louis, where they'll take on the Blues for the first time this season, looking to shake off a less than ideal weekend with games against the Jets and the Avalanche. And on today's episode, we'll recap those games, give you my thoughts on those matchups, and then we'll look ahead to tonight's game as the Stars close out this road trip with a game against their old rivals, the Blues. All of this and more on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on this Monday, November 28th. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener of the show, thank you for stopping by and making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day. If you're new to the show and you're watching on YouTube, please do consider hitting that subscribe button. And if you're listening on audio only, uh, please do consider following us on there as well. And you can follow us on social media too at Locked On Stars on both Twitter and Instagram, as well as my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. But let's jump into today's episode, a busy one, as the Stars have had uh, a pretty busy schedule as of late. Uh, lots of games in a pretty short amount of time. It just feels like they're playing every other night or they have a handful of back-to-backs thrown in. A lot going on in the world for the Stars. And after tonight's game in St. Louis, things will start to slow down just a little bit for this team as they'll be off Tuesday and Wednesday and won't play again until they are at home against the Anaheim Ducks. But let's rewind and go back to the start of this weekend. Go back to Black Friday, the return of Rick Bonus, the debut of the new reverse retro jerseys for the Stars, which I thought looked really good on the ice. And Stars and Jets seem to just be a given that we're going to get an entertaining game, a game that will likely go to extra minutes. And we were treated with just that uh, with Friday's contest between these two teams. The last of the season, unfortunately, we're not even at December yet. And these teams have already played all of their regular season games against one another, although despite uh, or given the two results and the more recent outings, maybe the Stars should count themselves lucky that they don't have to play the Jets again any time soon. But this was a competitive game and a game that somewhat followed in the suit of Wednesday night's thriller. We all remember the Stars coming back in dramatic fashion to take down the Blackhawks on Wednesday night, right before Thanksgiving, and things looked quite similar uh, on Friday night with when the Jets came to town, the Stars and Jets trading Body blows going back and forth. First, Cole Perfetti gets the scoring started early. Then Wyatt Johnston responds just a few seconds later. Jamie Benn gets on the scoreboard. And, of course, the biggest player of this game for Dallas, Jason Robertson, who records goals 17 and 18 on the night uh, on the season in the night, uh, keeping his point streak alive at 14 at the time. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the next segment when we talk about Saturday's game against the Avs. But this was another fantastic effort late from the Dallas Stars to steal a point in a matchup where you could argue they didn't really deserve anything. I guess you can't really say they didn't deserve it because it was such a close and highly contested game. But things seemed somewhat hopeless with 
the Jets having a two-goal lead late into the third period. But Jason Robertson just doing what Jason Robertson does best, which is score goals and make plays for this team when they need him most. And getting some nice contributions from guys like Nero Haskinen, Tyler Sagan, Joe Pavelski. I mean, a lot of guys getting involved in the game on Friday night. And Jason Robertson, again, I mean, this is a game that I feel like people are finally starting to recognize his greatness across the league. He takes the lead for goals on the season over McDavid, over Bo Horvat in Vancouver. And I know there was a little bit of controversy surrounding the eventual game tying goal. Uh, and I know several people pointed out on social media, I believe actually Taylor Baird of Defending Big D, the SB Nation website for the Stars, pointed it out first. You look at the that goal that Jason Robertson scored, Connor Hellebuck, the netminder for the Jets, of course, on the ice with no helmet on. Kind of a weird, sketchy situation, a potentially dangerous situation, certainly, but uh, due to, one, the nature of the rule of you know goaltender interference or what's not goaltender interference, it, it stands as Jamie Benn was forced into Connor Hellebuck, knocking his helmet off, and the Jets don't maintain possession of the puck. If the Jets are able to touch the puck, possess the puck, rightfully the play would have been blown dead, but they don't do that. The Stars get possession, they get an open look at the net, and they capitalize on it. And I know Jets fans are not going to like that call. It's very much a call that if it was the roles were reversed, it would be the same way. We as Stars fans and Stars you know, supporters would not be in favor of that, talking about the danger of the play, and perhaps maybe we'll see some rule changes coming down the road in the future, although I don't envision it uh, just for multiple reasons. I think it's something that goaltenders could potentially take advantage of down the road if they think that they're in a high danger scoring chance accidentally quote unquote accidentally knock off a piece of equipment and claim that the play should be blown dead uh, when the other team might actually get a good opportunity to score a goal so I don't know if we'll be seeing that coming but the stars have been a victim of that kind of stuff in the past many will remember uh, the J or Ben Bishop losing his helmet in I believe that playoff series against the Blues I don't remember exactly what game or what instance with the Blues getting a big goal uh, in that playoff series in a moment where Ben Bishop was without his helmet uh, in a pivotal moment in that game. So I, I personally don't have a problem with it. And of course I don't because I'm supporting this team uh, and, you know, want them to, you wanted them to tie the game and at least get a point out of the contest. And they were able to do just that. Unfortunately, Josh Morris, he does eventually end the game in OT, but yet another great effort from the stars, something that we love to see and that we've seen a lot from them this past week. And they're able to steal a crucial point and they desperately needed to acquire that point, especially given what happened on Saturday when they took on the Colorado Avalanche. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we will talk about that game against the Avalanche. Things not, go not going quite as well for Dallas in that contest, but still a small handful of good things to take away from that game. More on that after a quick break. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at Simply Safe. Did you know that over the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package theft spike nationally? That's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off their award-winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. So order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind this Christmas season. In an emergency, 24/7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real. So you can get priority police response. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system that I could recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com/lockedonnhl. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. 
There's no safe like Simply Safe. Moving on on this Monday episode of Locked on Stars, thank you again for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube and follow on your favorite podcasting platform. Now moving on from Friday's overtime loss to the Winnipeg Jets, shifting our attention to Saturday night's game. Not as as exciting of an outing for the Stars in this one. This is a game going in that I was, I mean, as much as I like this team and want to support them and see them win all of their games, I was not incredibly optimistic going into this contest with just a lot of different circumstances. One, it's always hard to go play in Colorado in Ball Arena. I mean, you have to factor in the altitude. The Colorado Avalanche are defending Stanley Cup champions. It's a loud building. The fans really get into it. They have a great atmosphere there in Denver. And the Stars had just played a full game, uh, more than a full game, an overtime game on Friday night. And then they have to flip around very quickly, go to Colorado and face all of those obstacles I talk about, uh, you know, on top of the fact that the Avalanche, who were also supposed to be coming off game one of a back to back, were not doing so. They had not played since Wednesday night. Uh, against the Vancouver Canucks at home. They did lose that game, but they were supposed to go on Friday and play a one-game road trip in Nashville against the Predators, but the Predators having some arena issues with some water, taking up a good amount of space, and they've had to cancel and postpone a few games to later dates. And so the Avalanche, the beneficiaries of that situation, getting to rest up a little bit, stay at home, and, and just be ready and fresh and set to go against this Dallas team. And they were really in control from the get-go, getting an early power play opportunity and a rare, you know, puck fumbling mistake from Jamie Benn. You don't see him make too many mistakes that often, especially this season. He's been very clean, very sharp in his movements, his passes with the puck. And unfortunately, if you give Nathan McKinnon an opportunity like Jamie Benn did in that instance, more often than not, he is going to make you pay. And he does just that. And the Stars never really able to rebound after that moment. Josh Manson gets a goal to make it 2-0 before the first intermission. And thankfully, the Stars avoid getting shut out for the first time this season. Huge thanks to Joe Pavelski getting a tip-in goal at the front of the net on the power play, giving Jason Robertson an assist for his 15th consecutive game with at least one point recorded, which was huge. Mira Haskinen also picking up an assist, his 13th on the season as well. But even after that, the Stars unable to get any sort of momentum going and not due to a lack of effort or lack of trying as they did have 42 shots on goal against Alexander Gorgiev, who was great on Monday night, last Monday, a week ago against the Stars in Dallas and was even better in this game in Denver. Uh, he's been one of the better goalies in the league so far this season. He saves 41 of 42 shots uh, and 25 for 25 on even strength, only allowing one in on the power play, which, you know, against Joe Pavelski in front of the net, you're not going to win that battle too many times. That's where Pavelski has made his living in his career. But, you know, the Stars just getting outplayed in a lot of ways, especially in net. Scott Wedgwood did all he could, but was ultimately just overpowered by the strength of this Colorado offense. And Dallas just not able to get a ton going in a game where they had a lot working against them. Again, it's great to see Jason Robertson get that point streak extended. It's good to see the Stars not get shut out. I do think that, again, there was effort. There was fight there. It's just a night where the other team's goalie is really good and seemingly unstoppable, and there's just not a lot you can do about it. And then, of course, no Ottinger in net, although I do think that Jake very much needed a night off and did not need to start both games of this back-to-back. I imagine that we will see him tonight in St. Louis, and then we'll likely see him again start at home against the Ducks whenever they get back going on 
Thursday with, again, a little bit more downtime, a little bit more off time. But one of the biggest issues that the Stars have been dealing with lately has surprisingly not been too many penalties, although penalties were a little bit of an issue for both teams in Saturday night's contest. And this peaked its head a little bit in the Chicago game, in the Winnipeg game, and in the Colorado game. And that's the Dallas Stars' inability right now to play sound defense in their own zone, and in particular, around their own net. They've given up a lot of goals within very close range. There's just been several situations where the puck has been loose or close to the net off of a rush situation, and the Stars just don't have an adequate number of defenders, or the defenders that are there fall asleep or are getting outmuscled outplayed in situations around the net and the goaltenders are not benefiting from that and they are getting beat and I think that it's either guy that's in net Ottinger and Wedgwood both uh, you know lacking uh, in the ability to make saves when the puck is in so close I mean it's just easier for players to make plays with their sticks and moving the puck Close and tight makes things a lot difficult. The goalies have way less time to react just because it's basically point blank range. And the Stars just haven't been playing as secure, as clean on that end. And of course, you do have to factor in again some fatigue and, and some exhaustion. As they, I believe, you know, after this game in St. Louis, it'll have been 18 games or 10 games, excuse me, in 18 days. So just a lot. And the Stars again have been on the road a lot this season. And then, of course, that's not an excuse for poor play like that or, you know, mistakes in that situation, but it is something that maybe you can factor in. And uh, the Stars, I think, maybe will be the beneficiaries of after this game on Monday, which they do need to play strong and solid and, and try to tighten some things up defensively. They get that time off, uh, you know, only practicing, I imagine, on Tuesday and Wednesday before they get set going again against the Ducks. And so it's just something that they need to clean up. And again, it seems like we're maybe starting to turn a page on some of the penalties. Penalties haven't been as huge of an issue this week for Dallas. They've played some pretty clean games as far as staying out of the box. If you look at the box score from Saturday night's contest, things a little bit messier with the shenanigans that went down at the end with Luke Glendinning. Uh, a, a weird call about you know the game misconduct and instigating the fight, even though that just felt like a very pointless penalty to give out at that point in the game. Um, but I guess that referee just felt the need to push that out there with this being a rivalry and maybe just getting the sense that the stars were bitter given the result, but all in all a, a weird penalty, but I don't think 33 penalty minutes is quite indicative of, you know, an undisciplined stars game, although they did make their fair share of mistakes, but the avalanche also digging themselves in a hole with penalties, especially in that second period where it just felt like the stars were on the power play for what almost six straight minutes, unable to get a goal out of it, unfortunately, but you can't necessarily blame penalties on this game. You can't really do so uh, on Friday's game against Winnipeg. And there was also not a whole lot going on as far as penalty minutes on Wednesday's contest when the Blackhawks were in town. So now it kind of seems like there's a new problem. Uh, if it's not one thing, it really is another. And now it really just seems to be discipline and the ability to clear your own zone and play smart and play, you know, connected defense in and close around the crease because the Stars have actually done well with faceoffs throughout these games, especially in their own zone. 63 to 37 was the percentage in favor of Dallas on Saturday. They did really well in this game faceoff wise, but if the puck's been getting in tight, it's just been very difficult for the Stars to find a way to get it out cleanly and make life a little bit easier for their goaltender. Hopefully that's something that they can clean up in this game tonight against the Blues and hopefully something we don't have to focus on too much longer. Uh, of course, with that will likely lead to some other developing issue with this team. But, it, it, you know, if the issue isn't letting pucks go into the net on seemingly preventable situations, I think I can live with something like that.
Well, we're going to take one more quick break, but when we come back, we will now finally shift our attention, moving on from the weekend and looking ahead to tonight's game, the Stars in St. Louis, taking on their rivals, the Blues, for the first time this year. We'll give you some insight on this Blues team and what the Stars need to do in order to leave St. Louis victorious. More on that after another quick break. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is also brought to you by our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and even esports. They've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. You can bet on the Stars Blues game, Monday Night Football, World Cup, NBA, on and on, you name it. If you want to bet it, you can do so at betonline.net. You can do so by heading to their website or downloading their mobile app to learn more. Betonline.net is where the game starts. Closing out this Monday episode of Locked on Stars, now turning our attention to tonight's game as the Stars close out this quick two-game road trip in St. Louis with the date with their rivals, the Blues, playing for the first time this season. The Blues coming off of an insane game of their own on Saturday night. They win 5-4 in overtime against the Panthers in comeback fashion. And the Blues have been a little have been on a little bit of a streak as of late. They started off the season 3-0. Uh, they felt like they were a little bit behind the rest of the league, not playing quite as many games. Then they went on an eight-game losing streak. And ever since then, they've really turned things around and been on a pretty decent tear. And they're now starting to slowly but surely climb their way back up the ranks in the Central Division and in the Western Conference, looking a little bit more like the team many of us expected them to be this season. I personally did not expect the eight-game losing streak to be indicative of the team they would be this season, although it was a pleasant surprise, if I do say so. Uh, you know, I enjoy seeing the Blues struggle a little bit, and it certainly did help the Stars' case as, as you know, distancing themselves in the Central Division standings. But this team has been playing a lot better as of late, and they've had a lot of their key players step up in recent games, including guys like Robert Thomas, who signed a big contract extension in the offseason. He leads the team in scoring at 19 with four goals and 15 assists. Jordan Cairo, brother of his, you know, now Dallas Stars prospect Christian Cairo, who is still back in the Canadian Hockey League uh, soon, hopefully will be with the Dallas Stars here in the next few seasons. Uh, and you've got guys like Braden Shin, who has 11 goals or 17 points on the season, 11 assists, six goals, Paul Buchnevich, Vladimir Tarasenko. I mean, it's the same suspects, the usual suspects you would suspect being, you know, effective with this St. Louis team. Not too many changes as far as guys that they added to their roster, although they did lose guys like David Perron to the Detroit Red Wings. But overall, this team looks very similar to how they did last season. Not too many big changes and a lot of the key players still intact, including, you know, Justin Falk, Ryan O'Reilly, the captain, Tori Krug, and of course, Jordan Bennington, who has been a pretty solid option for the Blues in net, especially after the eight-game losing skid. He's started 16 games this season with a 9-7 uh, and no overtime losses record, a 3.05 goals against average, and a 9-0-1 save percentage. And if it's not Bennington in net, which I imagine it will be against the Stars, you have Thomas Grice, who is 5-2 
or excuse me, two and three in five games started this season for St. Louis with a 3.79 goals against average and a 9.03 save percentage. So similar save percentages, but Grice giving up, it seems, a few more goals, but also his sample size is considerably smaller than that of Bennington's. Bennington has been the go-to guy for St. Louis for a while now, and that is continuing to be the case this season to the surprise of nobody. And so it's always interesting when these teams get together. And of course, the biggest storyline for Dallas coming into this game is can Jason Robertson continue to be effective, keep his point streak alive? And can they use their explosive offense? The Stars still sitting in the top three in goals for this season, while the Blues sitting in the bottom section of the league around 22nd in the National Hockey League in goals for this yet another team that doesn't seem as explosive on offense, but still can find a way to win games if they can score in bunches and if they get a good performance from their goaltender. And the Blues, I mean, all across the board, the offense is starting to get better, starting to increase, but still statistically maybe not where you would expect it to be. Sitting a little bit above average in power play percentage, 14th in the league at 22.4%, while the penalty kill uh, still trying to find its way through this season as well, near the bottom of the league, actually 30th. And the NHL, the St. Louis Blues penalty kill percentage sitting at 68.8. Meanwhile, you have the Stars also top three in penalty killing at 83.2%. A pretty solid night for them in Colorado, only allowing one power play goal. The first one of the game to Nathan McKinnon. But that should be in, for, make for an interesting matchup uh, if these teams do find themselves in penalty trouble. The Blues not necessarily exceptional at either side of the special teams, but the Stars continuing to be very good at both sides. They get a power play goal in their most recent game against Colorado and also have a great display on the kill as well. So this game is really going to come down to who can play more disciplined. And if the Blues can play more, you know, if they give up a lot of penalties, can they find a way to stop the Stars power play? And which goalie will be a better performer for their team? If you're the Stars, you've got to find a way to clean things up, especially Lower in the defensive zone, near the trapezoid, near the net. You've got to find a way to make life easier for Jake Ottinger because things have just been way too chaotic and way too difficult for both him and Scott Wedgwood over the last several outings. And if that continues to be the case, it's going to be difficult to win this game in St. Louis. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you guys again for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Hit the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform. And you can also follow us on social media, again, at Locked on Stars on both Instagram and Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter account, at Dane double underscore Lewis. But we will be back here again tomorrow, recapping this game, revisiting this game, and talking about everything that goes down. And hopefully we're talking about a Stars win, and hopefully we're talking about at least point number 16 for Jason Robertson. But I hope you guys have a great Monday. Enjoy the game and we'll see you back here tomorrow.